Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. All free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, we're glad you are, everybody. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. We're in the Southern Bank Corps Studios, Hattiesburg and Laurel. We're glad you're with us. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Great supporters of Southern Miss. Great supporters of our show. Great friends of ours. And a place we encourage you to enjoy a delicious meal the next time you want to eat out. All right, great show today. Hill Denson, Danny Lynch, Jack Duggan, all on the uh, Super Talk Eagle Hour. Let's uh, get right to it. Jack Duggan, of course, uh, no stranger to our program, a very good friend of ours, Sports Information Director Extraordinaire at Southern Miss. And, uh, Jack, uh, it's been quite a a three-week run. I've seen you in uh, three different uh, cities, and uh, it's been a lot of baseball. Am I right, my friend? Well, it has been a lot of baseball, Bob. It's been... uh... 66 games uh, since February, what, the 17th? And, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what, we've had uh, eight NCAA games, five in the conference tournament, so 13 over the last, I guess, three weeks. And uh, a lot of baseball, but a lot of fun, too. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a whole lot of fun. And, uh, by the way, the ratings are in from the, uh, from the uh, tournament in Montgomery, and no coincidence. The day you were on the show, highest ratings we got all week. Couldn't be. It's not a coincidence. Was it? Was it because? Was it because I was on, or because Kelly was it? <laughs> well, it was a combination. He's on to something. It's he a, is on yeah, to it, something. It's a combination of both. All right, Jack. Uh, we've been, we've been talking baseball obviously all week, and I guess for the past four months. But I'm going to ask you this basic question. You tell me yes or no. Fair to say, in light of everything that occurred at the end of the year last year with the draft, with the transfers, graduations, that this baseball team exceeded expectations. I would say so. I would say probably exceeded expectations if you look at it (laughs) mid-April. You know, we were 22-15 and at one point, and, uh, you know, seven games over 500, and we finished 26 games over 500. So, um it was a it was a typical Scott Berry team that figured out a way to uh, to get hot uh, late, uh, reel off a bunch of wins in a row, uh, hit home runs, get great pitching, play solid defense, and um, and a team that was one one game away from going Omaha. No so. question. All right, let's look offensively, defensively. Compare, if you will, statistically this team with last year's team. Offensively, how did this team uh, turn out statistically? I think, it's, I think a little bit better. Uh, 88 home runs. Uh, scored more runs we did a year ago. 
Uh, I think we scored about 49 more runs than we did. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm trying to piece together. That's, that's actually year. right. That is exactly right, 49. So, um, you know, 88 home runs. Uh, we finished a three-year three year span where we hit 80 or more home runs in each of the last three years. Um, we'd never done that before in our history, uh, 88 the most during that span. You know, we had uh, five different guys with 50 or more RBI this year. Hadn't done We've only done that four times in school history. Last time we did that was 2009. Um, yeah, I mean, pitching staff, we probably used seven guys that uh, – they were they were they were the guys that we went to all year long. I mean, certainly there were some pieces that we that we used as well, but uh, the seven guys that 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 were counted highly upon were all very good uh, during the year. Again, you know, six hundred and fifty four strikeouts uh, with just two hundred forty two walks. Another uh, Christian Ostrander kind of uh, based uh, pitching staff with uh, they don't they strike out a lot, they don't walk a lot. You know, the number that kind of jumps out to me, and uh, maybe it should, maybe it doesn't, but uh, is the number of saves that we had this year. We had 19 saves, uh, and uh, we had about seven different guys get saves this year. So um, I think that's that's the number kind of, for me, uh, on this team that that, that really jumped jumped out, especially late in the year. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, was a, it was a good team. They were, they were a solid team, a veteran team. Um, and one that was fun to watch. No question. To me personally, maybe the most fun team to watch that, that I've covered uh, in my years here. Uh, before I throw it to Luke, uh, when when the dust settles and, and the emotions subside and the disappointment uh, from being one game away uh, fades away, we're going to all look back and, and think, man, 2023 was an incredible year. Is that yeah. not an overstatement on my part? No, it was it was an incredible year. It was, uh, you know, for a lot of reasons. Um, first year in the Sun Belt, obviously, you know, Scott Barry swan song. Um, you know, the end of the end of careers uh, for for you know Danny Lynch, probably Tanner Hall, probably Dustin Dickerson. Um, you know, guys that have been. You know, mainstays in our lineup for the last three, four, five years, and um, you, you don't you don't get that often. Right. But um, Christopher I think, Sergeant, uh, you know what those guys have done for our program has just has just been outstanding. No question. Look, get in here with Jack. Yeah, Jack. I was looking back at the offensive stats. I think probably other than the 2019 batting average, which was five points above this year's, this year home runs, runs, stolen bases, OPS. It was it was all better than than and, and I would even take it one. I mean, oh nine is the Omaha year. Uh but there's there's an argument to be made. This is probably the second most successful baseball season in history. You're one win away and hosting a super. Uh I don't know. I, I I mean I'll let you guys figure that one out. I just I I I know it was a great year, you know, yeah. and, and you know I've I've been doing baseball at Southern Miss since 2011, again, you know, I did it for four years, uh, from 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 1988 to 1991, and then I've had the pleasure to be the baseball contact here, you know, for what the last uh, 13 years, and um, we've had some great teams. 
Yeah. I mean, the 2011 team was great. Uh, the 2017 team was great. Uh, this team's great. I mean, they're all great, and they're all they're all made up of guys who, you know, that chose Southern Miss and 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 you know, busted their tails uh, hard for for a guy who who was an outstanding head coach and who hardly anybody would have um, anything bad to say about. And um, you know, I just. You know, forty-six wins is a lot of that's a lot of wins, and uh, and Scott Barry put up a lot of them, you know, over the last fourteen years. And so, you know, when you when you when you try to break them down year by year, I don't know. It's it's uh, they're all special to me because I think it's a special program. And um, yeah, we 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 got further we got further than than we did last year. Um, you know. There's some great things about last year's teams. There's certainly some great things about this year's team, and um, it'll, it, you know, it'll be fun. You know, maybe five, ten years down the road, you can look back and you can, you can maybe really, uh, you know, chew on, you know, how great this team was. But um, it, it was one of our better ones. There's certainly no question sure, about that. Absolutely. Well, let's let's allow you though. You, you mentioned some, but this has been a week of reflection. We've got uh, fans commenting on social media what Barry means to them. Trey Sutton came on yesterday. Coach Denson, Danny will be on later today. Dustin Dickerson scheduled to be on tomorrow. Um, what what does forty mean to you as you have worked alongside and, and one of the guys that know him best? Uh man, it's it's so hard for me to put into words. Just. Uh... What what Coach Barry means to me? Um, first and foremost, a friend, uh, a guy who you know has let me do my job, you know, for the last twelve years. Um, a guy that has 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 allowed me to, you know, be a be a small part of a of a really great program. Uh, you know where they've 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 accepted me and. Um, you know, you, you you haven't you haven't lived unless you've you've uh, spent some time on the road with Gold Eagle baseball. Let me just tell you that uh, it it is it is a lot of fun. Um, you know, breakfasts on the road are um, are just you know are just well with with him and 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 everybody involved. It, it's he will he will certainly be missed. Um, just not only his knowledge of the game, um, but I mean, I think, I think honestly, I think Scott Barry knows everybody in the game of baseball. I, I really do. I mean, you could throw out somebody randomly, and he goes, "You know, I, you know, I think I met him in Nevada, <laughs> Nevada, Missouri, one time." And uh, I mean, the guy knows more, but uh, you know, just a class guy. I mean. To, to, to know Scott Barry is to love Scott Barry and um, and I'm just fortunate that I've I've I've, I've been a, been lucky enough to be around him for all the time that I have. All right, well said, Jack. I want to say real quickly before we run out of time, uh, our coverage of baseball all year would not have been possible without your help. And uh, you know, you're our friend, and uh, we rely on you a lot, and you never let us down, and we really appreciate you, Jack. It's my pleasure, Bob. I'll certainly uh, enjoy it, and uh, let's uh, let's keep let's keep it going. There we go, Jack Duggan, everybody, Sports Information Director. Danny Lynch is next. Stay with us.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Nobody loves Southern Miss baseball more than Kathleen at Campus Bookmark. No better place for you to buy your Southern Miss apparel than right there on Hardy Street, right across from the campus. You can also shop them online at campusbookmark.net. I want to thank Jack Duggan for joining us uh, in the first segment. Glad now to have... Uh, uh, this fine young man on the Eagle Hour, I don't think there's any question that in many ways Danny Lynch was the face of Southern Miss baseball this year. Team captain, uh, extraordinary uh, baseball player, great personality, and we're happy to say he's not really leaving, but we're happy to uh, welcome Danny Lynch uh, back on the Eagle Hour. And uh, Danny, I'm going to repeat a question I ask you uh, off air now that a little bit of the dust is settled. Have you had a chance to maybe take a deep breath, reflect on everything? And if so, what are your thoughts today? Yeah, I was actually going through it this morning. Uh, it was funny you asked me before. Uh, this is actually the day I did it this morning when I woke up. I was kind of thinking back to the last five years and, uh, you know, thinking back to everything that happened, the, uh, you know, my first year is kind of just – your first year is always awesome because you're a freshman. It's your first year in college, your first year playing uh, college baseball. And uh, that was that was obviously special. And then it's funny, you look back at the COVID year, and that's one of the years I remember the most just because uh, when, the, when the season got ended, me and uh, Charlie Fisher and Tyler Stewart stayed behind, and they lived right next door to me. And we just sat, uh, just sat in the living room and – played video games and watched movies for about two weeks at the end of the season because there wasn't anything to do. The whole world was shut down. Right. And those are the kind of uh, kind of things you remember. Uh, and every year there's the highlights. Obviously, uh, last year was, was awesome, winning the, winning the regional at home. Uh, the 21 team was awesome because I felt like that was the first team I was on. 2019, we were good. But the 21 team was the first team I was on that was really uh, just a super talented team, and that was that – was, uh, you know, kind of had a real good chance to win that regional if we would, uh, if we would have kind of played a little better in, in spots here and there. And then, uh, I mean, obviously, twenty-two win the regional at home after uh, after in twenty seventeen we we were we were in the other position. We were in the winners bracket and we we lost the regional uh, before I got here. But you always think about that as a Southern Miss fan. Um, and then obviously this year, you know, a bunch of people transferred last year, and you're uh, you know it was going into my last year at. Uh, it stunk a lot. Of, a lot of my good buddies transferred, and it was uh, it was definitely a tough year this year. I, I was thinking back to it, and in the middle of the season, you kind of looked at it, and it was we were we were a team that was looking like maybe barely a regional team. We weren't playing very good baseball, and uh, you know to to come all the way back from that and and win another regional that's uh, that, that's something awesome that I'll always remember. You know, Danny, uh, this team just it was remarkable how you guys turned it around that weekend out at. Uh... Coastal Carolina took it on the chin a couple of games, bounced back, beat them badly, and then ran off this incredible streak. Uh, what happened out there? I mean, was that a what was the what was the team's reaction after those two games? Because you guys came out a blazing after that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think we were just kind of tired of tired of playing mediocre baseball. I think at a certain point. We knew we were talented enough all year to be the team we were at the end of the year, but I think at a certain point we were, we kind of were just like, you know, we were, we were sick and tired of playing average baseball. I feel like the whole first half of the year we were just we were a good team, but we were just okay. We weren't uh, weren't anything special. And then, uh, you know, after kind of Coastal Carolina beat the crap out of us and kind of woke us up and said, hey, if we want to play uh, play with these these high level teams, we're gonna have to play better baseball. And starting that Sunday, we did and. For the rest of the year, it was just uh, it, it was awesome. It was awesome to be a part of. 
No, no question. Awesome to follow it as well. Luke, get in here with uh, the great Danny Lynch. Danny, every uh, every athlete wants to leave a program better than uh, than when he came in. And you look at it, cross twenty twenty out. As you said, uh, the world shut down. Uh, four regionals, two supers, hosted two supers. Uh, it's what do you what do you feel today as a two time captain, knowing that you elevated a, a program that was already on the national scene now to a national power? Yeah, I thought about it. Uh, I thought about it yesterday. I was kind of thinking about uh, you know me and Dustin actually talked about it. How you know this program? We had one regional championship, obviously in '09. For you know the first whatever hundred years we were we were a program, and uh, you know it's awesome to leave leave winning back to back and kind of you know setting the expectation to be that we win regionals here, and kind of if if we don't win one in the future that's uh you know that's more of a down year as opposed to before it was you know we were always a regional team but there wasn't that expectation that when Southern Miss is in a regional they had a really good chance to win it and uh, obviously you leave here. Uh, and I hope as as I get into coaching, I, I get to stay at Tubbiness, and we continue to elevate it. But uh, yeah, it means a lot to be able to uh, to win these these two regionals last two years and uh, kind of set that expectation for the program. Great stuff, but we've been far too serious so far. So so you have the opportunity <laughs> now because we've asked uh, we've asked Coach Barry about it, we've asked Oz about it, we've asked some of your teammates about it. You now on the Eagle Hour have the opportunity to explain um, the uh, the one and only Danny Lynch batting stance. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I felt like I kind of started doing it a little bit in 21, near the end of the season. And if you go back and look at videos, you can see a little bit, uh, a little bit of the same stuff I do now. In there, it's a little less exaggerated, I think. And I think I don't know. I think this year, it. Uh, I was kind of trying to get back to what I was doing in 2021. I feel like last year I got a, a little bit away, uh, swing wise, from what I was doing then, and that's why I kind of I felt like I had taken a down year last year until the postseason, and uh, I kind of got back to what I was doing then, and I guess it just got even more exaggerated, maybe because I, w- I was trying to do it so much that uh, that it really became very pronounced, and, and uh, people were really noticing it. Well, well, Will Hall will be listening to this episode, we know it, and Will actually <laughs> claim that he saw it long before this yes, year. So he Coach did. Coach Hall, you yes, were right. Yes, he did. And, Danny, I guess here's yep. the big question. You're going to be a graduate assistant coach on the team next year. There will be a lot of new guys coming in. Will you be teaching that technique to the new Golden Eagles as they arrive? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe if there's uh, one or two of them that look like they might uh, they might do a good job of it, I might teach them. That would, that would be fun uh, fun to keep that tradition on. But I doubt it. It's, uh, it, it's pretty unique. And maybe maybe when I uh, when I have kids one day, they'll, uh, they'll take that batting stance off. Look, this is not going to surprise you about this uh, man, but uh, I was a little picking at him a little earlier. He, he's so kind to everybody. Uh, my wife and one of our sweet baits uh, wanted to meet Danny Lynch. I got to tell you, those were your two biggest fans, and you had a lot of them. Those were your two biggest. And uh, so I agreed to take him down there one day after a game, and uh, and Danny was just mobbed by kids and other people. But you you were so kind to him, Danny, and uh, you took the time to uh, you know to speak to him, meet him take pictures with them. It meant a lot to, to them, and uh, I, that's just who you are. Pe- people should know that. I, I saw that after so many games. You were you were maybe the the biggest uh, draw for autographs and pictures after the game, and I never saw you anything but a 1,000% patient uh, with everybody who was approaching you after those games, Danny. 
Thank you very much. Yeah, me, it means a lot to me that you say that. I mean, I, you know, I don't know the 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 kids around Hattiesburg. It's great. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to come here. They look up to Southern Miss baseball players like they're, uh, you know, like they're major leaguers. Like they're they're the best thing ever. And you know, we're not really, but it's uh, it's it's awesome when kids are looking up to you like that, and when you can make their day by, you know, doing something simple. It takes two seconds, like signing our ball or taking a picture. It's uh, it's never uh, never a bad thing. It's honestly, it's it, it's cool for me. You know, it's it's cool for me. Uh, Obviously, I'm a coach now. I think people will be doing that a lot less. Um, and when you're a kid, you kind of dream of growing up and, and signing autographs and having people want to take pictures with you. So it's uh, it's fun for me, too. Yeah, I guess in a way, Luke, Danny is the first hire of Christian Ostrander. Now that he Christian is. is the head coach, you were you were his first hire, Danny. You're going to be his graduate assistant coach. That's true. I hope I, hope I make him look good. <laughs> well... <laughs> You, you, yeah, I won't. I won't say. It. Anyway, uh, hey, in in about a minute left with you, what does Scott Barry mean to you? Uh, I mean, he means everything. He, uh, I mean, it's like I feel like I've said it a thousand times now, but it's just you have to say it every time you think about him. I, uh, you know, when in ten years, when I'm a or five years, I don't know, when I'm a good father, good husband, whatever, I'll uh, I'll owe it all to him because when I, you know, when I came here, I was just a, I was a kid, and you know had a lot of growing up to do obviously just like everybody does when they're 18 and uh you know i still still obviously do you're always growing you're always changing and that's one of the things coach Barry taught me but uh without coach Barry, without uh without this program without all the people that surround it i wouldn't be uh the person i am today so i you know i owe coach Barry everything and and he he'll still be around every once in a while and i'm glad that he will be i'll still keep that relationship going but um, uh, you know, I'll be forever grateful for that relationship for sure. Great stuff. So, so Bob, an important Eagle Hour announcement. Danny, you need to know that I acquired through trading uh, Monopoly money, Cracker Jacks toys, and a hermetically sealed mayonnaise jar. I acquired the Louisiana Pimp uh, My Home Run jersey, one uh, worn by you, okay, by uh, against your favorite team. They they love you very much down on the Bayou, Bob Getty. <laughs> tries in every way to swindle me out of that jersey, claiming it belongs to him and all this. So I told you this the other night. Bob Getty, you need to know the jersey will be returning to its rightful owner, Danny Lynch, in the very near future. Wow. How about that, Danny? That's awesome. Thank you very much. That'll definitely be be a jersey that I probably have framed and and in my house uh, for the next, you know, Hundred years, hopefully. Uh, but you can still fit in it, right? Yeah. I mean, because you did the the dad bod shaped up a little bit this year. I hope I can still fit it. I'll tell you what. I hope I get in better shape as I stop playing. I need to clean it up a little bit, but I uh, <laughs> I, I hope I'll uh, I'll still fit in it for a long time. Danny Lynch, it would be hard for us to describe what you've meant for the baseball program. We wish you uh, nothing but the best, and I think I speak for all of us when I say we're really happy you're not going anywhere. We'll we'll see you next year at the peak, Danny. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right. The great Danny Lynch, everybody. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. All right, we want to thank the great Danny Lynch for joining us, Jack Duggan as well. Still to come, Hill Denson, right around the corner. This uh, this segment sponsored by Fourth Street Bar and Grill, right in the shadow of the rock. Great place to catch all the Southern Miss games, Southern Miss memorabilia, good food, good drink, and uh, a lot of fellow Southern Miss Golden Eagles anytime you go into Fourth Street Bar and Grill. 
All right, head coach Hill Denson. Uh, we we kicked off the super regional when uh, coach uh, co-hosted a two-hour show with me, and uh, I do want you to know that coach that the that the line of the day in that whole two hours was when uh, Shea Carter was trying to convince you to buy a nine diamond pennant for Miss Judy, and you said, "Can you make me one with one small diamond?" I, I really did think yeah, that was the it's highlight. First base. Of it. She was trying to make all the. I think first base was first, first base was sufficient. Is that what you're saying, Coach? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, we really appreciate that. We had a great, great time with you uh, and John Cox uh, last yeah, night. Yeah, you know, Bob, you said I was co-host, and I didn't get to ask a single question except I asked uh, Brian Dozier a question or two while you were talking to him, and then later realized he was on a tape. <laughs> He Nobody would answer me. You just didn't. You thought he was ignoring you, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, Coach, uh, we we came up one game short, but boy, it was Electric City all week, and uh, and, and it's really the guy that that we all think. There's no question. You built the foundation underneath this program, uh, man. What a year! And Southern Miss has clearly now established itself. It had before, but I think now really cemented for years to come. Uh, established itself as really a national baseball power. Is that fair to say? I don't think there's any question about that, and has been for several years, really. And uh, you know, it, it was just—it was a great season. It, uh, you know, I never felt like we really got hot. We, we we were playing and winning some ball games, but I never felt like we really got hot. Kept waiting for that to happen, and uh, you know, we got kind of warm, but uh, not real hot there towards us. I, I was just hoping that would happen. You know, we talked about it before uh, last Thursday it was. Uh, you know, we were two evenly ball, evenly matched ball clubs. I thought we were just as good as Tennessee. And, uh, you know, whatever happened in the game, and, you know, a couple of things happened, uh, you know, that went their way and, and made a difference, in, in especially in the third ball game. And, yeah. You know, you, you look down on paper, you out hit them, but they – the hits didn't come in the right time, and the C and I dog or two that they got came at the right time, and and then we we hit a guy on the foot with a breaking ball with a one-two count, put him on walk, end up walking him or putting him on base, and next guy hits a three-run homer, and you know the whole ball game changes right there. So right, you, you you've taught uh, me so much about baseball in my many conversations with you. you you told a story one time when you were a tournament director, I think it was Ole Miss in Virginia, and there was a, a line drive hit over the first baseman's head just outside the line for Ole Miss. Next inning, Virginia makes the same hit three inches to the left inside the line. They go to the College World Series. That's how close yeah, things are, isn't it? Exactly. And, and you know, I said that about last year's uh, Supers there in Hattiesburg, the the ball that Danny Lynch hit that was a an inch foul, uh, you know, it, it changed the ball game. That was a grand slam. We would have gone ahead four to three. The whole ball game's different from of course later on they came out and scored six runs and, and made it ten to nothing and it looked like a drubbing, but uh you know, it's just the way it happens in baseball. Right. And you know, the other night the second ball game with Tanner pitching, uh we jump out and hit score our four runs and but uh we didn't stop them. They come out and hit, get a thick spot, and, you know, that's what it takes. And, yes, yeah, what we did most of the whole season, and any time somebody scored on us or jump out, we'd come right back and answer, and that's usually a good sign of 
who's going to win the ball game, the team that does that, and and it worked that way the other night, right. the other day, or I guess this afternoon. Yep. I'm like you guys; it all ran together. We were no, you're there not kidding so much. about that. And Scott made the point to me yesterday, Coach, that uh, in that second game we go up four nothing, and then. Uh, would come up and, and hit what was a shot down the third base line, and the third baseman, as coach described, it makes a Brooks Robinson play, or the yeah. whole complexion of the game may have been different if the kid doesn't make that play. Oh yeah, and no question about it. I mean, it's it's always games you can look at and see that's when it happens. You know, you know when it happens uh, when you look back and see what changes the momentum, and so. You know, the way the ball flops, you know, again, you can hit a ball hard all day right at people, and the other team hits them on the fist, and they fall in, and, and they beat you. And, you know, basically, that's what we were saying last Thursday, whoever gets those breaks. And, uh, you know, I was hoping that we would be hot and lucky. and uh, But Tennessee looks like they may be that way right now. So, right. you know, they may win this thing again, too. You know, and you never know. So. Right. All right, Luke, get in here with Coach Denson. Coach, uh, Monday night uh, I was sitting out uh, in the roost and, uh, you know, Scott's last game at the Pete, 44's on the field. I know you're watching somewhere. And I just took in the atmosphere. And uh, since that time I've been wanting to ask you this question, so I'm really thankful you're on today. When you think about last year and just the crowds and crowds that were at Ole Miss and you think about this last weekend, did – did it, does it even surprise you about what your vision turned into when you just see the last two years, you know, what Southern Miss baseball is now? Well, no, not really. I mean, I, I thought it would be that way, uh, mm. you know, uh, eventually. And it took, what, 30 years to get there, <laughs> uh, whatever, how long it is. But uh, it took a long time to get there. And then uh, it could, it, it, I mean, I can't say it's a surprise. I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. watching it and and see it happen. And it's, uh, you know, you you feel good about that. But uh, you know, I, I never doubted that that it would be as as we started growing and as base as college baseball started growing. What just us, you know, everybody. Uh, about the time I started is when everybody else started getting serious about baseball too. So. You know, instead that, of uh, just assistant football coaches running, coaching the baseball team. So, yeah, I just that 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 just blows me away. I'm that's just so awesome to hear. I mean, you you knew what it could become. You knew what it would what it would be, and I, you were confident it was going to turn into that. Um, yeah, I'm asking. And I'm, I, I'll ahead. tell you this too: if 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 we were able to ever get this thing moved to when baseball is supposed to be played, April the first, August fifteenth. <laughs> uh, if we ever get it moved there, you're going to have to put these stadiums instead of five, six, and eight, ten thousand people. You're going to have to build stadiums like the like the football stadiums because that's what will happen if that ever happens. And mark my word, I won't be around to see it, but uh, <laughs> some of you youngsters hearing me say that might remember it down the line. But uh, you know, it it may be that one day we have that and, and produce. You know, baseball is a, is. Really, America's pastime. It's not that yeah. we're not a revenue sport. That always made me so mad when everybody, I'd go to schools and they'd have office doors that said non-revenue sports, you know, and that's, that always bothered me. But if we ever get that happened, it, it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and, and bring in more and more money when it, when it gets popular all over the nation. And, uh, 
you know, you got to be when baseball is supposed to be played. American public sees right. baseball. I mean, sees football, basketball, and then baseball. Football, basketball, and baseball. Most times of the year, we've been trying to play baseball in the basketball switch. Right. But anyhow, I don't want to get on that, man. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, what did it mean for you the other night when um, says Scott, you know, kind of walked by himself in the left field and everybody took in the moment, even Tennessee tipped their caps and everybody was chanting Barry. Uh, what, what did that moment mean for you? It was great. Uh, I had chills and uh, actually a few tears uh, watching it. And I, I just stood up there in the roof and watched it. And, uh, you know, it, it was a bittersweet type deal for me, too, to know that we're not going to have Scott out there, but also sweet, and then to know we're going to be doing a little more fishing and hunting and sitting around the campfire and all the things we do. So, yeah. you know, it, it was, uh, you know, I watched it, and I actually stayed there a long time afterward and uh, just watched the play. I enjoyed watching the, the uh, Danny and, and Dickie and, and, I, and there was several guys down there just stood around in the, at their positions and just looked and, to sit there with tears in their eyes, and right, you know that was something. Coach, I want to tell you, I want to tell you how much we we love and appreciate you. You started the season out with us on a two-hour show prior to the Illinois series. You finished the season with us prior to the Super Regional, so it was only fitting that we uh, we bring you on this week. You're a you're a great friend to the Eagle Hour, Coach Denson, and uh, we always greatly enjoy our time with you. Well, I appreciate that, Bob. I've been waiting for the checks to come in. They have they not gotten there, Coach? Have you not? No, uh, no, I haven't seen them yet. I might have sent them the wrong address. So. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I did talk to the owner of Mobe Beignet, and I expressed to him uh, your desire to have some gizzard beignets, and he said he's, <laughs> he's going to try to work on that formula just for you. I- I tell you, he'll sell out as soon as he gets them on the counter. <laughs> Coach, you're welcome here anytime. I think you know that. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate you guys. All right. Hill Denson, everybody. The great Hill Denson. And Gizzard Beignets. Man, oh, man, does that sound good. We'll be I will right not back. be partaking in that. You're um, going to have that eating, eating contest, contest with that? No. There we no. go. segment on a great show today brought to you by dbat and d1 training on hardy street in hattiesburg dbat hattiesburg.com appreciate their support of the eagle hour the killer d's were on today <laughs> duggan danny and denson i'll tell you what a star-studded lineup oh, uh, for how the about eagle tomorrow, hour today. brother how about tomorrow dustin dickerson another rigo montenegro ba volmuth pretty good yeah there's no d in and and well, no, there's no D in Brian or Anthony. I was trying to work no, the D in there. No, no Brian but, uh, Anthony. Fun to get Rodrigo and, and Dustin on tomorrow with B.A. Um, 
Yeah, if you missed, Jack was on first segment. Uh, Danny was on excellent, uh, and then uh, with Coach Denson in third segment. If you missed that, supertalk.fm on demand uh, later today. And, of course, the Eagle Hour, always in podcast form, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and uh, and Audible. Uh, throughout the week, we have been uh, been reading your comments uh, on the Super Talk Eagle Hour Twitter uh, page, as well as uh, spread throughout some Southern Miss fan groups on Facebook, and just uh, thankful for for everyone um, to, for you know participating in that and just reading what uh, what Coach means to you. And I want to read some more of these today, and we'll do this tomorrow. Melanie Noto simply says, "Thank you, Coach Barry." Kathy Fontenelle, Scott Barry's a legend. Betty Welch, great coach and mentor to the young men that he coached throughout his career. They came to him as boys and left as young men. Bill Nix says, a top-flight baseball coach, and I love the way he honored his predecessor, um, Corky Palmer. A few more of these. Michael Cole, just outstanding. Hill Denson actually commented on this, and uh, I had I had, um, I had had just said good things about Coach uh, Coach Barry in the post, and uh, Coach Denson went, amen and, uh, and amen. Um, yeah, just so many. Uh, so many commenting on this, and uh, thank you guys all for your your participation. Easy to say, Bob. Um, he is a very Scott Berry, a very, very, very loved, and will continue to be loved and and respected. A couple more of these. Chuck Hancock, forties impact on Southern Miss baseball is and will always remain legendary. And then a, a fun Twitter profile. I don't know who this guy is, but it's the Cloverleaf Mall. Forty is a uniquely human in a college game that is impersonal and transactional. He is always consistent and sincere. He equally teaches baseball and life. Looking back, he was underappreciated his first six seasons, yet he never changed his approach. He knew his way would win titles. Great let, me, stuff. let me throw one more in. This was said to me by the CEO of Super Talk Mississippi, Kim Dillon. She said, Scott Berry brought Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans together <laughs> to support and cheer for a common cause. That shows the power of Scott Berry. I think that's very well said. Yep. Yep. It's uh it it's I was thankful for what Coach Denson said. Um and he said he got chills and, and a few tears. It's kind of way that I felt, not in the the way that Co- only Coach Denson could feel that. But you you got to think, Denson in the roost under those pine trees. Those pine trees, kind of as they grew, right? I mean, so has the the national brand and power of Southern Miss baseball. And he's standing out there, uh, seeing forty four on the field and watching Scott walk off in the distance. I mean, it, yeah. it's. It's uh, it's yep. just mystical, you know, thinking about uh, the emotions on everybody's mind and heart. And there was actually Trey Sutton sent me a video, um, Bob, and we can uh, mention this to Dusty tomorrow. But Dustin came over, and Trey had been hanging out in the roost, and they kind of met right there at the visitors' bullpen and just embraced across the fence. And you know, very few people know know Dickerson like like Trey Sutton. And um, I, I was I was getting sent some some pictures as well. Dustin's first. Scott Berry baseball camp at Pete Taylor. I mean, and he looks like a young dude. I mean, he's probably eighth grade, ninth grade, but he was standing kind of near where he would occupy the last four years. And you think yeah. about just the growth, and a lot of it has to do, 
you know, as a player, and and all these guys, they come as boys, they leave as young men. Yeah. Scott Berry has has uh, the crucial. You know, electric, part of that. tremendous player. I asked him uh, after uh, Auburn uh, on the field, uh, Luke uh, Dustin. When did you become a power hitter? And the kid comes out in him. A big smile comes on his face, and he laughs, and he goes, "I don't know." You know, and so I, I think that kind of a. So I guess everybody could probably pick up today. Uh, you know, in the voices of Duggan and uh, Jack Duggan, Danny Lynch, Hill Denson. Little fatigue, uh, still some disappointment, you know, still some heartbreak. It was difficult to watch that uh, Monday night. But I think, uh, Luke, uh, when a little time passes and, and we have a chance to let the dust settle and, and reflect back, we're all going to have a big smile on our face uh, that we were part of, uh, of, of this 2023 baseball season. I don't know that I've ever had more fun covering Southern Miss baseball than this year. And I'm going to guess you feel the same way. I, I, I will, you know, quote Jack. Jack said, hey, that's up for y'all to decide, you know, what uh, what type of year it was. I think it's one of the greatest ever when you look at, and especially when you look at um, the limited amount of, of pitching. They used seven guys. Right. Seven guys they used right. for the most part. Right. And uh, the offense was, was better than in, in years past. And you heard what Danny Lynch said. I mean, it was leadership. And they got tired of playing mediocre baseball. Man, they got hot in the second half. Hey, I meant what I said earlier. We couldn't have done the coverage all year without Jack Duggan. And, Jack, we, we appreciate you very much. It continues. Dustin Dickerson, Rodrigo Montenegro, B.A. Valmuth, and a minor league update by Al Holder all tomorrow on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.